Welcome back to another episode of the 1% Life Podcast. I'm your host, Coach JT. This information is for educational and informational purposes only and is solely a self-help tool for your own use. I'm not providing medical, psychological, fitness, or nutrition therapy. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat any health problem or illness without consulting your own medical practitioner. As always, results of any kind will vary based on each person's unique circumstances, capacity, and work ethic. So let's talk about skinny fat. It sounds like a funny term, but if you think about exactly what it means, it's literal. So you're skinny and you're fat at the same time. And typically happens when somebody loses weight the wrong way. 99.9% of the time I see this happen is because somebody lost weight. They lost it the wrong way. They lost muscle mass. A good example of this is everybody that's taken Ozempic. 70 plus percent of all the weight that somebody loses taking Ozempic is muscle mass. So let's just look at the math. Let's say you take a 200 pound person. They lose 50 pounds. Their body fat is, I don't know, let's say 40% when they start. So 40% of that 200 pounds is body fat. Without getting too picky about the math, let's just think about that person lost, let's say 30 or 35 pounds of that was all muscle mass. 70% of the 50 pounds they lost was muscle mass. So they didn't lose a lot of body fat, but they lost a lot of muscle mass. So now if you take the percentage of fat and the percentage of lean volume, they have more body fat than they did prior, meaning that the percent of body fat per volume is now higher because you lost so much of the other stuff, right? Muscle mass. And a lot of people do that. If you took somebody that's 250 pounds and they take Ozempic and they lose 75 pounds and 70% of that is muscle mass, if you do their skin fold caliper measurements or a bod pod or a dunk tank, some way to check their body fat accurately, you'll see that their body fat percentage is actually higher after they lose the weight. So now they're smaller and fatter, skinny fat. Let's say you take somebody that's 175, 180 pounds, doesn't have a lot of weight to lose, but for that person, it's a lot of weight. And they drop down. All they care about is the scale. All they care about is losing weight. They restrict their calories. They take Ozempic. They eat one meal a day. They you know, do it vegetarian and cut all their protein out, whatever they do, but they lose weight. They're getting on a scale every single day, and the scale drops every single day. I just want to be 130. I want to be 130. Ah, congratulations. I'm 130, but why do I look like crap? Why do I have so much stuff that's all jiggly? Why can I pinch more now than I did before? Well, it just must be because I lost it so fast. No. If you lose what's on the outside, if you lose the stuff you can pinch, the stuff that jiggles when you jump, it goes away, right? You don't get flabbier as you lose weight. Now, there is a little interim period, and we won't talk about that today. There's a little interim period that as you cut weight, you will have some loose as it begins to disappear. So the density of your fat changes as it begins to metabolize and go away. So what you have will turn more jiggly as it goes, but the volume doesn't seem to increase. So if you've got down and you're smaller and you feel like, man, I can pinch more than I could pinch when I was heavier, you may be getting skinny fat. And here's the reasons why you get skinny fat. Higher percent of body fat at a lower weight. That's what we're talking about, being skinnier and fatter. And the smaller you are, the more pronounced this is. If you take somebody that's 175 pounds, it gets down to 130 pounds, and they've lost the majority of that 40-ish pounds in muscle mass, they've lost a considerable amount of size as muscle mass, let's say 75%. Now their body fat is going to appear to be a lot higher than it was 
at a heavier weight. It's not where you want to be. So how do you avoid it? First and foremost, if you don't lift heavy weights while you're cutting, your body's going to get rid of muscle. There's just no way around it. If you're not picking up heavy weight and lifting heavy, guys, girls, young, old, doesn't matter. If you're not picking up heavy weights on a consistent basis, on a weekly basis, to some degree, sometimes a large degree, your body is going to get rid of the fast twitch white fiber. That's what goes away. It's not the, the slow twitch stuff. It's not the the fibers that you use to walk around with or do endurance activities with. If that was the muscle that we were talking about, you'd be keeping it because you're doing all the steady state cardio and you are lifting some weights. It's just not super heavy. So lack of heavy weights is number one. Number two, eating the right macro percentage. I don't care if your calories are right. I don't care if your foods are right. Hell, I don't even care if those two and your meal frequency is right. If your macro percentage is jacked up, None of that stuff matters. So let's look at the four things I talk about all the time. Types of foods, it matters. Cake versus steak, as I say. The second thing is total calories. If your total calories are off, you're either not losing weight or you're eating too little calories and you're losing a bunch of muscle mass. Calories matter. And then the third thing is macro percentage. So of those calories, how many of those calories should come from protein versus carbs versus fats? It matters. Think about it. If I get the right kind of foods and I get my calories right, can I eat them all from fat? Maybe one day I do all fat. Maybe one day I do all protein. Maybe the next day I do all carbs. It doesn't work that way. And then the fourth thing is that you got to have after the first three is meal frequency. How do you eat it? So if I've got the right foods, I've picked those out. I know my exact calories for the day. I know my macro percentage of those calories, how much is going to be from protein, from carbs, and from fats. How do I eat it? Do I do what some people say and just eat one meal a day? Oh, man, that works. I eat 3,000 calories. I just wait and just eat it all at the end of the day. It doesn't work. Stupid idea. If you just want to lose weight, OMAD works. If you want to lose body fat and be healthy and fit and strong and have good hormones, not a good idea long term. Or do you do it two meals a day, three meals a day? If I'm eating, let's say I'm eating 3,000 calories a day, can I eat 1,000 calories a meal for three meals? I mean, you don't have to have my brain to understand that that just doesn't sound right. That's a lot of food in a sitting. I can't use it that way. It's beyond my protein threshold. And protein is the next thing that we're talking about. If you don't have enough protein, you're going to lose muscle mass. You have to have the right amount of protein. The next thing is going to be steady state cardio. If you're not doing steady state cardio, your body is probably losing muscle instead of body fat. You, you burn different kinds of fuel when you work out. If, when I go lift weights this morning, I'm not burning body fat for that. Right? I'm fat adapted, so all of my energy is coming from fat. But lifting the weights in particular, I'm burning glycogen inside my muscles. That's the fuel that my body's using. It's not using body fat for all that. But then when I go get on the treadmill and I work at 70% of my max, my target heart rate zone, and I stay there for 30 or 45 minutes, now my body's burning body fat. It's not using glycogen anymore. It's using a different fuel source. It all works if you have the pieces right. It's not as simple as cutting out the donuts and going to the gym five days a week. You get a little healthier doing that, but there's two components. One is cutting out the garbage, and number two is adding all the good stuff back. You need things as much as you don't need things. It's not as simple as I don't eat junk food and drink alcohol anymore. I don't know why I'm not shredded. Well, you're not shredded 
because your protein's not right, your macro percentage is not right, your calories are not right, your meal frequency is not right, your food types are not right, your training's not right, your cardio's not right, your strength training's not right. It all matters. If it didn't all matter, why would any of the programs I have exist? What would be the difference between me and somebody that just decided they were going to stop eating junk food and go to the gym. Everybody would be in great shape. Everybody would feel great. Everybody's hormones would be optimized. Everybody lean, fit, strong. There'd be no skinny fat. It matters. You talk to anybody that's super fit, it matters. So here's what you got to do. Get the four pieces of your nutrition right. Types of foods, total calories, macro percentage, and how you eat it. Train heavy. When I say heavy, I'm talking about if you knew what your max weight was. Let's say I can curl, I don't know, let's say 100 pounds for one rep is the most I can do. I need to lift about 70% of that if I'm going to call it heavy, if it's going to elicit the hormone response, if it's going to strengthen ligaments and tendons and connective tissue, it's going to activate white fiber. If it's going to do the job I want it to do, I've got to pick up heavy stuff. I see people go to the gym all the time that, that pick up the same weight. You know, 30 or 40 pounds when they're capable of 70, and they do it 12 times. I do three sets of 12 reps, right? They've been doing the same weight for six years. It's not providing any benefit. Your body's not changing if it's capable of doing it. The only reason your body changes is if you do something outside of the zone of what it is capable of currently. It's an adaptation to something you're doing or not doing. If you don't do the things right, the body's adaptation to that is not what you want it to be. It's not going to be favorable. You eat wrong and you train wrong, your body doesn't just say, well, we're going to lose body fat anyway. We think his intentions are good. We're going to eat muscle mass. It's more efficient. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's got his protein off. He's doing strength training. He's not doing steady state cardio. He's not lifting heavy enough. His protein intake is low. We can't afford to do what he thinks he wants. And then rest. If you're not getting enough rest, I don't care if you're trying to gain muscle or lose fat. Eight hours of sleep is what you guys need. You guys want to avoid getting yourself down into that spot. If you get yourself into the place where you are skinny fat, let's say you're 135 pounds, you've lost 50, and you look and feel the way that I'm talking about, you put yourself in a position where you've lost a bunch of muscle and kept your body fat. So now you've got to gain the muscle back, and you've got to lose all that body fat you thought you were losing in the first place. Very hard position to be in. It's, it, it's possible, right? It's not impossible to do, but you got to make a choice. One, am I going to put the muscle on first? Or am I going to lose the body fat first? And one is going to be, I'm putting the muscle on and my body fat staying where it's at. So I'm going to grow and get bigger again with this much body fat. I'm going to kind of reverse what I just did. If you just spent, you know, six months losing muscle mass and you go to put it back on, all you're doing is going back the way you came. Doing, re reversing what you just did. It's a mind screw to think about, but that's what you'd be doing. Or you say, I'm, I'm fine being ultra tiny. I just want to keep losing body fat. So now you lose body fat. But when you lose all that body fat, you've also continued to keep that muscle mass gone. So now you're extra, extra small from losing, you know, 40 pounds of muscle mass and 40 pounds of body fat and you get tiny. That's the, the recomposition part in alchemy. When I say weight loss and when I say fat loss, I am not talking about muscle mass. Losing muscle mass is not rocket science. Restrict your eating and burn some calories. If you want to keep your muscle mass and keep your body healthy and feel good and look good and have good energy and maintain all the good stuff and just lose body fat, you better know what you're doing. For more content, be sure to like, subscribe, and follow me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. See you.